Hey y'all, it's Simone back with another podcast episode. I kind of fell off, not fell off, but I guess I haven't been into it as much as I should be, but I'm back. I'm better than ever. So what's on your plate? What's on your mind? Sit down and discuss any topic, any kind. So today, let me tell y'all what's on my plate. I want to talk about the importance of like educators and teachers and things and also like the importance and how they can like motivate you and how they can bring you on your downfall and not only just educators but counselors all that etc etc so first off I want to talk about how me personally I want to be a teacher uh I'm going to university in the fall to study mathematics secondary education that's my major I want to be a math teacher um and I want to minor in political science and maybe English because I can't I don't know if I want to be a math or English teacher because this is the thing I suck at English but like English is the subject where those teachers literally like all my English teachers throughout high school they they held it down for me honestly like all the way down for me because I was like ranting on my story about this um but I was saying how like my English teacher junior year she's one of my biggest inspirations to be a teacher uh I shouldn't have passed her class and she gave me so many opportunities to pass And she also just, she was really there for me because my home life wasn't the best. Not saying I wasn't safe, not saying anything like that. It just felt like I had nobody to go to in my home. And I would go to school and I'm keeping everything bottled up. I had no, literally no one to go to. And because this was also during like quarantine and everything. So when I tell y'all, like, I literally had no one to go to, like, I was stuck. I felt like I was stuck in this house and I didn't have anything, you know. I had no one and stuff. So, y'all ever think of, like, if you, like, if you have this problem, hopefully you don't. But y'all ever think of, like, an episode you had? Because I'm thinking of this episode I had. This might be TMI, but I'm thinking of this episode I have. Um, I had. Uh, I was having a panic attack basically, and I remember talking to the person I had it with. Basically, long story short, I had snuck out my house. <laughs> Bad me. I don't do that anymore. But I had snuck out of my house and. I had went with this person, and we were chilling in their car, and um, basically, I remember out of nowhere, like, I, I burst out crying because I was, I was just having all these thoughts and everything, and I remember talking to that person about it, and I was like, um... Do you remember when that happened? Ha ha ha. And he was like, he was like, oh, dang. I wasn't trying to make, like, tell y'all it was a he, but he was like, um, 
yeah, I remember. And I didn't really want to say anything because I, like, he was like, I realized that, like, what you had going on was for real. And I knew you were going through it. And a lot of people I know close to me, they were like, I know you were going through it. So, saying all that to say, like, I really was going through a tough time during pretty much quarantine all the way, I would say, to, like, September, October. And even then, um, I still had issues before that, like, from freshman year that were just un not dealt with. And I feel like me just being at home during the quarantine period and all of that just made it build up because I've been having mental pro- mental issues. Not not saying I'm crazy. <laughs> not saying I'm just, you know, out of there. But, you know, struggling with, like, depressive thoughts, anxiety, panic attacks, all of that stuff. I was still struggling with that, like, for a long time. It just had gotten really bad during quarantine. But I was struggling for that. Now that I think about it, I feel like my mom... Not my mom, but I feel like... I remember being young and asking my mom, like, do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm pretty? Like, I'd be nine, ten asking her this. And she would be like, no... And literally, I wasn't bullied at well, at that time. At that time, I wasn't bullied at school. Nobody said anything bad to me. And I was still saying stuff like this. Like, mom, am I stupid? Like, I was just, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. A lot of childhood trauma and, you know, stuff. I don't know. It Like, now, I don't know. Just thinking about it. See, I love how I said this is going to be about teachers, and here I am rambling about trauma and my mental health, but I I just want to talk about what I want to talk about. I said this at the beginning when I made this, just like, this is just going to be my outlet. And I was literally thinking, like, what am I going to talk about on this episode? And I, that, I had thought about the educators thing, but it's all going to come back around. I just, I'm going to talk about my mental health for a minute. Because I've never really told anyone all of this specifically. Like, there's some people that I just kind of know. The people that are close to me, but I've never just openly talked about it. And I feel like we should because if you, let's say you break your arm. You know, you want everyone to sign your cast at school. Or let's say you break your leg. You know, you're walking on crutches. You want people to go to the elevator with you. You want people, um to walk with you since you can get out of class early to get to class faster. You know, whenever you get physically hurt, it's pretty much out in the open and people talk about it. But whenever you get mentally hurt, nobody wants to talk about it because there's such a stigma around it. So, I don't know. Uh, Imagine this is just me talking about the the story, how I broke my arm. It's similar to that. I just, I, you know, I'm not going to say I have mental illness per se but I do have certain issues that I do struggle with with my mental health and I feel like it should be talked about because talking for me is very therapeutic I would say so yeah but basically (sighs) with all that rambling um 
yeah, I have a lot of trauma. I have a lot of big episodes. Um, and even I'm going to say, like, I probably shouldn't say this, but um, I had a relapse March. Um, well, from today, I believe it would be uh, a week or two ago, I had a relapse. And I had a really bad episode. Uh, I really had a, I had a bad depressed episode, and I was just crying, crying, and I will I would like to say like, as much as you can do better, you know sometimes you do fall, and have those struggles, but as long as you keep going and keep pushing, you're gonna do great, because, yeah, you're gonna do great, but anyways, um. What else was I saying? Anyways, back to what I was saying. My mental health is bad. It had been bad for a while. It had built up. So I remember one day going into this teacher's class that I'm talking about, my junior English teacher. This is why I'm thinking about becoming an English teacher. Well, freshman year, I had an English teacher. She was just so nice. And I later found out she was going through a divorce. And I don't know, it just had really touched my heart. Like, she was so nice and so kind, and she never showed it in class that she was really going through a lot. And she has a daughter, too, so, you know, her daughter going through that, I felt bad. And she felt bad for her daughter. She had, she mentions her daughter a lot in class, but whatever. But, yeah, it it had touched my heart how she, and I, um... I was doing okay in her class. It was freshman year English. It wasn't that hard. But, yeah. So, then we got to sophomore year. I had the same English teacher sophomore year to junior year. So, sophomore year is when I realized I second English. I would get 70s on all my essays. They were just weren't good. And 70 is passing, of course. But I was an overachiever at the time. I kind of still am, but I fell back on it a lot. But I was an overachiever at the time. And basically, um, whenever I'm going to get these 70s on my essays, like I can never make an A on an essay, no matter how hard I tried. It was just pretty discouraging. And I remember talking to her about my writing because I was going to take AP English the next year, and I was like, I don't know if I should take it. Because if you've been in AP English or junior year AP English, you know, you freaking know how many essays you write in there. Like, you are hammered with essays junior year, If you're, especially if you're in AP English. I mean, I'm sure they were in regular, too, because it's junior year or even dual credit, whatever. But I was hammered with essays and I... I didn't know if I wanted to take an AP class um, because I was like, I was talking to her and I was just like, I don't know because I'm not good at this. I'm not. And um, she was just like, you really doubt yourself. Like, she was like, the only reason I, she didn't say that, but we had talked about my writing and she was just like, it's not that your writing isn't good. You just haven't gone deeper into your writing. You scratch the surface level. You talk about what's very evident, very prevalent. 
and this is all about analysis, like, going deeper and whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay. But, yeah. So, there's that. And then the same, she had me junior year as well. Whenever I was in AP English. And that's when the pandemic hit at the end of, or towards the end of the year. And I was doing terrible. I was doing very terrible when we went online. That was a whole phase. I remember my stats teacher, she called me and she was, no, she didn't call me. She called my mom and she was like, um, hey, uh, I want you to get you. She is, she was a good teacher too, because as much as I didn't want her to call my mom, I wasn't turning in any work in her class and blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, she writes me a letter of recommendation. So everything worked out for the better, for the good. But overall, um, yeah, my and even my English teacher this year, I remember going in there, like, a few weeks ago. Nah, it was like a month or two ago, and I was like, can I take this test? I should have taken it, like, three weeks before. She was like, yeah, I understand. Life hits, blah, blah, blah. She helped me with a personal statement as well. So all my English teachers really cool really nice and that's kind of why I want to be a teacher but I wanted to be a math teacher because math is I don't know I like how math is so formulaic like you have a right or wrong answer you don't have to do any analysis you don't have to do any of that whatever whatever and I, I honestly I'm thinking of specifically teaching statistics because I want to teach high school and um my stats teacher she had a semicolon behind her ear her it was a tattoo and it was something i noticed all the time and i never got the chance to ask her about it but i think about it for myself because i actually struggled with suicidal thoughts myself and um I did, I'm not going to say I really attempted, but I did have self-harm. I did harm myself at some point in the past. And I just think of her, and I remember, oh my god, I'm going to cry. Okay, I remember going into class, and like, she could tell right off the bat, the day is, I was having a bad day, or a bad mental health day. And that was a lot junior year, like, it became a lot of days. And she would ask me, hey, are you okay? You know, I don't know. Just, I feel like the reason I want to be a teacher is because they, um, I was just crying about this on my story bit, whatever. But the way they noticed me, goodness, this is terrible that I'm crying. Sorry. 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 Sorry, this is really personal to me because it's different when nobody else cares or when you feel like nobody else cares. So, yeah. But basically, these were the only people who noticed me. And I felt like nobody else noticed me, especially. And it didn't help that I was a black girl as much as people like. Like, I don't know. Being 
a woman and black. Like, ugh. a lot of people see you as, like, this strong person. And it's just, like, I have to take so much shit from everyone. And excuse my language, but it's just, like, you have to take so much stuff. And going to a predominantly white school, and that includes, like, racism and... I have a lot of male friends, so even just taking stuff like hearing them say females this, females that, like, it doesn't affect me necessarily, but, like, over time, building up, hearing them say all this stuff, and it's just, like, hearing people degrade women or just having to go through, like, go through a situation where I was sexually assaulted, but I never told anyone about it because I was scared that they wouldn't believe me because I'm a black woman. Or people thinking I can take it, quote-unquote, because I'm a black woman. It's just... It was just a lot. I forgot what I was talking about, but... um, Oh, yeah feeling seen and stuff I felt like they were the only people who saw me um and just noticed me and cared so that was that (laughs) and I the reason I want to be a teacher is to be that for someone else because I don't want any kids to hurt themselves or there is even a girl at my school who um who passed away from suicide. And I just don't want that for any other kid or any other family or any other parent. So that's why I want to be a teacher. And for teachers to do this, to notice students, to be their support sometimes, to be their, to be their everything, and they get so little. Matter of fact, they take so much. I think I take a lot of shit as a black woman, but teachers take so much shit from parents, from from getting underpaid, from from just everyone, and they just they deserve so much more. And their words can literally lift you up. Like, I remember, I don't know, but I don't know about y'all, but whenever I get, like, really good, like, I remember one time in English. See, this is why I want to be an English teacher, because I just feel like so many experiences come back to English, but I love math at the same time. I just, I feel so torn between the two, because... A lot of people, they're like, oh, my God, I hate math. But, like, math is really underrated because it's just, like, because I almost think of it as, like, um, sorry, my brain is jumping everywhere. I know I was thinking about something else, but I forgot what I was talking about, so I'm going to talk about this. But, like, math can also, as much as people say, I'm never going to need um, X and Y and slope and blah, 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 blah in my life. It's just, like. It, I think about it um, almost in an analogy, like, you do step-by-step step to complete a math problem, and I feel like 
that can relate to your life so much. We want to get the solution so fast, but there's almost like a beauty to the complicated steps in between. And sometimes when you do one thing wrong, it can make everything else wrong. But nonetheless, I mean, you can do one thing wrong and then end up, like, messing up the whole problem, if that makes sense. So you feel like you've messed up your whole life. But you can always redo it, you know? Like, you can always start over. And I feel like a lot of people think you can't, but it doesn't matter. You can go back to school when you're 30, you know? You can buy a home when you're 55. You can... There's no timeline to life, so... You know, you can start over. And then also, it's just like, I don't know. There's beauty in the craziness that you have to go through to get the answer. Because getting the right answer is great. You know, you get credit for that. But also looking at how you got there. And also, there's so many ways to solve a problem. I like that too. Like, you can use that as like, in a sense of, there's there's not one way to get to where you want to go. If you didn't get into college, okay. You know, you can you can rebrand your own business now. You don't have to go to college now. You can you can do what you want now. Go to school later. You can go to community college. You can do whatever you want. You know like there's so many ways to get to where you want to get to. Just like there's so many ways to solve math problem. And the reason I want to specifically teach st- statistics, because y'all, I literally envisioned like my first lesson being like, um, like showing a whole bunch of statistics, whatever, whatever. And then at the end of the class, I would be like, as much as we look at these statistics, I want to remind you guys that you are not one. You are not a number. You are not a statistic. You're a person. You're a human. And I appreciate you for who you are, not for who you are statistically supposed to be. So, I don't know. That's why I want to teach math. But then English is just like, (sighs) it's so open. You know, like, you can analyze anything you want or something like that. And then, um... Oh, and, like, teacher's words of affirmation, yeah. But also, I want to talk about, like, um, how sometimes, if y'all hear that, that's my cover, I'm sorry, I'm laying down. But, um, I wanted to talk about how, like, sometimes if you have the wrong teacher, it can be pretty, like, heartbreaking to hear like you're never gonna amount to anything or like uh, a counselor saying I think you should do this or I think you should do that and it's not what you want to do so yeah like the negative words can take you a long way too but I definitely want to be the positive educator in your lives and I've ranted enough about how much I want to be a teacher and how much it goes into my mental health and everything like that. So, yeah, I feel like almost relieved saying all of that, but that's what was on my plate today. So, 
I will talk to you guys soon. And yeah, you guys have a good day.